Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the CrossFit Bath podcast. As always, I'm Jason. Joining me this week, we have Martin Bader, so a well-known member of CrossFit Bath and a, a, a well-known face at SID and other events, which we might get into later as, as to why. <laughs> not on the competition floor. That's basically what I'm saying. Well, no, no, no on the competition floor, but not competing on the competition Ah, oh, this is... Well, stick around to find out what I mean by this. Yeah. Uh, First of all, uh, Badders, how are you? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. It's, it's kind of you to ask. Some <laughs> some people don't; they just rally on. Uh, right. <laughs> now, before we before we start talking CrossFit, I've got to warm yep. you up because you know you, you're not ready for the podcast. So, a few warm up yeah. questions for you. Yeah. We'll start with uh, the classic: peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Crunchy. Crunchy. Crunchy has made a resurgence uh, on the last few episodes, uh, which I'm <laughs> very happy to see. Nanos or Metcons? Um, Metcons. I'm, I'm not asking any follow-up to this, by the way. So, Metcons, moving on. Quite like classic Nanos, but yeah, Metcons, I think. They got, they've got it. Days are getting a little bit colder now. So, do you have a go-to kind of hot drink on a cold day? Just coffee all day long. <laughs> How do you take your coffee? Black. That is the correct answer. Yeah. Yeah. No sugar. Black. No sugar. Yeah. We're exactly the same. I've literally. That's what's in my cup right here. Black. No. no sugar. Nice and simple. None of this pumpkin spice and seventeen types of whipped cream. It's... What about what about butter? Butter. In bullet coffee. Oh, I've not tried it to be honest. I tried it. It didn't. I did. I did it once. Yeah. It's just a bit. No. <laughs> did it once. That's no. enough. Yeah. Okay, so we've lost a potential sponsor for the future, but moving on. <laughs> oh, here's a question for you then. So clearly you are a, a lover and creator of music. You're also a dad. What is the most irritating child song that you have had to listen to and then has been stuck in your head? I think Baby Shark. <laughs> I shouldn't say it. Um, luckily Bodhi was never that into it um, but we had a little family disco for my birthday the other night and uh, Tiggy yeah she's into it so it's kind of yeah I'm, I'm having it the second time round but yeah it's not it's not so bad it's the like 17 million variations they've done on Baby Shark now that, that yeah. really gets me that it's a yeah. any other kind of thing that they can just stick into that same tune and rhythm and yeah yeah that's a yeah. that's a good shout. I like it. Right, final warm up question. First time guest, so I'm contractually obliged to ask you: When we make the CrossFit Bath movie, who is playing you? Oh, oh my god! I just I don't know. I really don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that. That's a really important question. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna happen one day. It's gonna be yeah. when I when I become a millionaire and I privately fund this and somehow managed to bring back the few deceased actors that have already been cast and <laughs> and all the other kind of crazy who, who would you have to play you or to play me to play you to play me uh, i feel like when when ryan came on uh, it was either ryan or jake i think we both had a similar one i think i would maybe go with um taron egerton okay uh, um from so uh, do you know who that is have you seen so he, he was um he did did like the Eddie the Eagle movie, but then he also did the like the remake of Robin Hood and uh, Kingsman and sort of all those movies. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, I, let me think about that over the course of the podcast, and by the end of the podcast, I'll have it. Okay, so that will. What I'm going to like now is every question I ask you, you're like, oh yeah, okay, here's my answer, and I can see your eyes just in the back of your mind. You're still <laughs> yeah. trying to work out who's going to play you. Yeah. You're googling people. Okay, that's fine. We'll stick around, everybody. Even if you don't like where this conversation goes, you've got to stick around because you <laughs> you want to know who's playing him in a movie. Exactly. So, Bad as you've been, how long have you been a member at CrossFit Bath? I'm sure you were there before me. So I was trying to work it out earlier, and I, you know what? I, I don't know whether it's coming up to seven years or eight years. So, yeah, a, a while. Yes, quite a while. And I, I've noticed recently, or I say recently, before before lockdown 2.0, so that period between lockdown one and lockdown two, uh, you were going to a lot of morning classes. Yeah, so I do. Um, I train five days a week. Um, Monday to Friday um, and at the moment yeah well just before lockdown I was just well into those 6 6 a.m classes get in get it done I, I think for me the problem with with the 6 a.m classes I can get in I don't think I can get it done <laughs> that's the uh... it's weird because I tried it a year or so ago and I just didn't get on with it at all and I did like one or two and I was like nah, not even awake like I couldn't get any kind of real strength going but I don't know if it was having the break over lockdown and then going back to the 6am classes and just like basically just being like absolutely gagging for CrossFit. But I did a few and I was like, yeah, this really works. And I, I kind of love that feeling of getting home at seven in the morning and you've done it. So I, I'm going to now dispel a huge, I mean, it, we're, we're over, we're over 50 episodes in. It's time to break the, the kind of the myth of the, the morning classes now. As much as I sort of say how insane everyone is to get up that early and go and work out. The reason it's not even an option for me is because I start work at seven. Right. So even if I went to the 6 a.m., that finishes kind of too close to seven o'clock for me to then start work. So actually, yeah. I'm up early anyway, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but think about the fact that I train at eight in the evening and yet I'm still starting work at seven. That's the real. <laughs> yeah, now I always used to be, I always used to be six p.m. for a long time and then every now and again I dip into your eight o'clock hustle but yeah they, those early morning starts I'm kind of loving it and like actually leaving the house when it's dark and then kind of seeing the sun come up while you're training I think that like, yeah it's wicked really like that I mean you're really romanticizing this early morning class <laughs> it is I've had some, we've had some moments we had a, an awesome moment the other morning there was about 15 of us waiting outside in the dark to do our run and the, um, is it um, Elon Musk's like chain of satellites? Right. They, start, they started going over and like we were just all stood there just watching them and there was like 20 odd of them. Um, yeah, it was, yeah it, was, it was a moment. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, if if you were on the fence about training at six people, I think uh, I think Martin has sold it. Um, I, I won't be there, but if you want to go, feel free to, <laughs> to join him. So obvious question. How did you first, because again, if it is like eight years ago, not that CrossFit was new, new, new back then, but it was still definitely less well-known than it is now. So how did you find CrossFit, come across it? Uh, what motivated you to start? You know, all of those questions. It was a friend of mine called Bubbles, who I'm sure lots of people know, um, but she's not training as much anymore. Um we had me and Bubbles were mates and we had a mutual friend called Dave long story um, and Dave basically went to CrossFit did his induction started doing the wads 
Uh, and I was in the pub one day. I said, so what is it? And, and he said, oh, um, yeah, it's really, really hardcore. Like, I, I don't think I don't think it would be um, right for you. I don't think you'd be strong enough. Um, oh, or wow. word, words, <laughs> that, words to that effect. And I was like, I need to find out what this is because <laughs> he just kind of planted a seed. Anyway, a couple of weeks later, my friend Bubbles, we were actually quite drunk one night in a pub and uh, she said to me, right, on the 1st of January, me and you, we're going to start CrossFit and we're going to do it together. And I think this was like November time. Um, anyway, I completely forgot to agreeing to that. Um, and then January came and she basically said, right, um, Monday night, we're, we're, we're doing our induction. And I was like, what, what are you on about? Um, and yeah, and it went from there. And our friend Dave, he stopped and he didn't do it for about seven years, but me and Bowles just got completely hooked on it. Um, I think I've trained consistently at least three times a week, every week for the last seven or eight years. And if I've ever been away on tour or on holiday, I've continued my training while I've been away. Luckily, I haven't had any injuries yet. So I have just consistently trained, uh, sometimes too much. Um, but yeah, that, yeah, that's how I got into it. Now, there's a lot to unpack in that story. Um, <laughs> a few of the elements I particularly like, I discovered CrossFit in a pub, I think is really good. Yeah. Uh, and I think agreeing to do my intro class while I was drunk and then forgot about it is also a great, you know, advertisement for health and fitness and sort of the, 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 the image that CrossFit likes to, to portray, right? Yeah. Um, do you think when he said you shouldn't do it, it, you, you know, it's probably not for you. You're not strong enough. Do you feel that that was him deliberately planting a seed or was that with all the sincerity in the world? I don't know, because actually it was quite funny. I think he did his first real ward um, and then I don't think he ever went back. Um, he has now come back over the last couple of years. He has come back, but there was a good five or six um, year period where he didn't. I don't know. Maybe he. I don't know, but it. it I was. You know, when someone tells you you can't do something, like to me, that's basically a sign to say, yeah, I can. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's his fault. So then I have a, a sort of a follow up to that in a second. Um, I know Bubbles as well. Yeah. So I, I didn't. That's interesting that you guys started together. I never put that together in, in any way. So that's interesting. Um, He's way stronger <laughs> than me as well. I was going to say, when he stopped training, did you say, probably just not strong enough, are you? <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> so that that statement about you not being strong enough, uh, and, and this just ties into your, you know, you've just mentioned that you have been consistent in in going there. Uh, and actually, uh, before I ask this next question, just to, I want to pick out one little thing. So when you were saying, like, oh, I've just been consistent in going to CrossFit minimum three times a week over the last, you know, seven or eight years, is that just going and doing the wad and that's it? Or were you doing uh, lots of kind of, and then I've got to do an extra two accessory classes and I'm going to do some extra strength training on my own and follow somebody else's online program at the same time? So, um, it's been a little bit of a journey. So I, I did, I think I did three consistent years of just the classes. Um, and then we used to do a few little extra bits like trying to learn muscle ups and, um, uh, a little bit of accessory work but then about three about three three and a half years in I kind of I kind of got a bit frustrated because I felt like everyone else around me was stronger than me and I wanted to be I wanted to be doing uh, you know push presses at 60 kilos and 
you know, thrusters at 60 kilos. And I always struggled to get that 60 kilos over my head. Um, so I had a chat with Ollie and I dipped out of the classes for two whole years and I followed a consistent program from Ollie, um, which I was really, really happy that he, he took me on because at the time he was quite busy and um, maybe he saw me as a bit of a challenge. Um, but yeah, it, it worked and I trained five times a week, sometimes six days a week um, under Ollie's program and I followed it absolutely to the book um, and it got me stronger. So it, it took my um, back squat up to 140. Um, it took my deadlift to 170. Um, and bear in mind, I weigh kind of like 57, 58 kilos. Um, I was kind of happy with, with those results. Um, I did miss the uh, camaraderie of the class and training with other people. But because I was seeing the consistent results that Ollie was um, giving me, I kind of persevered. Um, and then when I kind of felt that 50, 60 kilos over my head felt more comfortable, um, I then went back into the classes. And that's that's what I've done ever since. So, yeah, that's kind of my um, that's my journey, really. And, and the reason I ask is because I, I think. You know, I mean, we joke about this. We joke. It might not be a joke for you. We joke about this this statement of, oh, you know, you're probably not strong enough to start CrossFit. Uh, and then, like, I wouldn't, like, knowing you now uh, and, and having done workouts together, like, that seems crazy to me, right? That someone would say that to you because I, I've seen kind of how strong you are. And and I know you, as, as am I, we are, you know, vertically challenged. So we kind of... I get that maybe looking at us, people go, oh, you don't look like you're the, the tallest, the strongest. And to be honest with you, height and strength, there's no correlation there. What's going on? No. <laughs> but um, he says in his personal defense. Uh, but my, my, my point is that obviously looking at you now, like, yeah, why would someone say that to you? But I do wonder if like eight years ago, if you look back at yourself, do you feel you were a lot weaker or or, you know, nowhere kind of near the the batter that yeah. i know now yeah i think I, I i mean i definitely was um i wasn't as strong i think my mindset's always been the same that's never kind of stepped up or stepped down so that's always just been um uh, ticking over um but yeah I, I think ollie's program took me to where i wanted to be um and i think anyone that's i mean I, you know i do this for a hobby i, I don't compete um but anyone that's serious and enjoys CrossFit, if they do ever feel that they want to, you know, really step up from the strength side of things, um, you know, to maybe taking a year out and doing some kind of strength program, that's obviously not going to be right for everyone, but, you know, it, it really did work for me. And the reason I, you know, I'm kind of beating this, <laughs> this drum a little bit is just because I'm very much an advocate of just consistency over time is is the key right and i mean i know crazy right <laughs> i've got this really weird point of view and it's just like i've noticed for myself that i've not done anything other than what i've kind of been told to do by the coaches in the class and and similar to you like i've had weaknesses maybe that i've been given some some specific kind of a few drills to practice maybe at home or uh, a few exercises to substitute in or out of the wad for a period of time to to work on that area and it's kind of it's that very you know it obviously over time very small progressions but when you look back over the, the kind of you jump back three years you're like oh wow actually there's been this huge increase in you know all the numbers have gone up and the 
you know endurance and everything else uh, and i do think that that idea of maybe i'm not strong enough to start crossfit uh, is something that holds people back yeah and and it shouldn't right because actually if you're not strong enough to start crossfit then you're probably exactly the kind of person who should start crossfit in order yeah. to be strong enough to do crossfit and maybe yeah. you start with an and it can be quite humbling i remember having a shoulder issue when i first started and like putting the weight above my head like constantly was um was just causing me pain basically and i remember really thinking oh i think i'm just gonna stop like what every workout seems to be really shoulder in intense and i don't want to you know do this uh, and it, it took a lot to kind of go you know what i'm just going to go with empty bar <laughs> to begin with and i remember doing workouts and everyone else has plates on the bar and i'm just with an empty bar uh, but you know then over time you get to add the plates on and now you know that like you i feel comfortable putting weight that is over my body weight overhead and it feels all right yeah but it it takes time and it's not <laughs> necessarily the fun pro like process to do that but I mean, I, I think that the main thing that got me stronger was just consistently doing back squats and front squats once a week and then consistently doing deadlifts once a week. Whereas obviously in the programming, it's, it's a lot more varied. Um, I think for overall fitness, the programming is absolutely perfect. But, you know, if you're just purely wanting to focus on strength, um, then, you know, certain classes or, or just certain stimulus is obviously going to be better. But, you know, I, I, I'm not a coach. That's just kind of that's kind of what worked for me. Were you doing anything before CrossFit? Like, did you have a, a kind of a, a, a fitness program of any kind prior to CrossFit? Uh, not really. I used to go to the gym like a little bit. I used to get excited and go to the gym quite a bit and then just kind of not go for big periods of time. Um, but at the time, I was surfing loads like um, every weekend for about three or four years leading up to that point. And actually, one of the reasons why I started CrossFit is I wanted to get stronger so that I could surf better um because i don't know if you ever tried it but it's this knackering <laughs> did, um, did it did it help do you know what i mm. kind of i'm a bit of an adrenaline junkie and i think when i started crossfit i i was getting my fix from crossfit so i kind of stopped surfing as much um but yeah it, yeah it, it definitely helped but i but over the years i have found that no matter what you do to try and get your paddling for surfing stronger like nothing, nothing helps that apart from actually just surfing. I don't know if it's a specific tiny little muscle that you use when you paddle um, for surfing, but yeah, um, there's nothing that um, I've found that gets that specific stroke stronger. Yeah, and I guess uh, it's not as easy to just uh, pop out and do a bit of surfing as it is to quite easily get to a CrossFit box pretty well, much exactly. anywhere you are. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I have thought about popping on my wet wetsuit and just paddling down the river on my surfboard, but I've I've stopped myself for the thought of people thinking that I've completely lost the plot. <laughs> yeah, he's just waiting for a wave. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Not... You never know. You never know. <laughs> so obviously, your your job as or your yeah your career has kind of taken you to a lot of different places. Uh, in, within the UK, but also abroad. Uh, and you mentioned that even when you've been traveling, you've managed to to drop in so what's been your experience kind of of doing of doing that because i think that's another very unique thing of crossfit isn't it is that you've got this kind of i suppose it's the same like if i've got a membership to a specific chain of gyms yeah i know i can go into that gym anywhere but it's still kind of a very solo experience but dropping in is quite 
quite different. How, how have you found that then over the last number of years that you've been doing it? So in, I've always managed to find somewhere. So if I've you know, gone to London or um, traveled anywhere in the UK, there's always a, a CrossFit a gym. And my experience has always been amazing. They've always been really welcoming. Um, sometimes it can be quite nerve wracking going into a, totally, a total brand new box. But I, I really like it. I really like kind of you know, meeting those new people that have got a common goal. Um, my favorite box that I found abroad is there's one in um, Ibiza and I always go basically get off plane and just go this one I go to Ibiza just go straight there so I can just get it in um, and that is awesome and there's some there's some pretty famous DJs that live on the island that train there um, so it's a it's a wicked community the box is just amazing like half of it's inside and then half of it's outside so you can you know you can train outside in the sun yeah it's wicked it's really cool so, so that nicely segues into another area of conversation there. So first of all, what are you doing in, in Ibiza, by the way, in case anybody doesn't know who you are or what you do? So I write house music and I um, I go out and DJ um, in the UK and, and across across Europe as well. And one of the places that you, you kind of DJ and you provide the music for it was uh, Strength and Depth, right? So you were there. Yes. Uh, and I think one of the... Uh, when we had Dell on the, the podcast talking about his experience at Sid, I think he mentioned kind of you putting on a very specific uh, track for him <laughs> was like yeah. one of his favorite moments, which yeah. which is interesting because it shows that that relationship between like the event and the music yeah. that to be honest with you, I'd never really thought about like I hadn't I haven't ever kind of made that link. So first of all, I'd just like to know what was your experience? I mean, that's obviously very different, like DJing there than it is, you know, like what you're doing in Ibiza, for example, I would imagine. Yeah, so it's a, it's a very different kind of vibe. Um, but I think because I do CrossFit and I know how important for me the music is while I'm training, um, I've got that insight of what I want to provide for the athletes. So when I'm DJing, I'm providing a soundtrack for the athletes um but then i'm also mindful that there can be a crowd of up to five thousand people there and they need to have that vibe as well so i'm kind of trying to do two jobs at the same time yeah i mean it's there's lots of different ways to do it without giving away all my secrets um i find that like obviously when you're training um say you're doing strength training if you're doing back squats or um, bench press or you know something that's quite slow i find that like you need some kind of almost like aggressive hip hop or like um just rap music works really well um but then if you if it's like a running event um or something that's really fast paced with skipping then you know house music um all the way up to drum and bass um and then the other thing that i i think is really important which um alec harwood does so well actually in wads at crossfit is the second the workout finishes you switch the music up so let's say you're playing um quite fast drum and bass that second the ward finishes and you're lying on the floor out of breath you don't want that drum and bass music anymore that's that second you don't you don't need it so that moment you switch back down to motown or you switch back down to something that's a bit more chilled. That's that works for me. At, at what portion of a, an event or a, or, or a wad, uh, where would you insert Baby Shark? Just uh... um, right at the 
end of the ward, I think. Like as you're walking out, <laughs> just leave yeah. it for the next people. It's quite funny actually because sometimes I don't know. I'll be driving along and I'll and I'll hear a tune and I'll be like, oh yeah, that that might work well actually when I'm uh, when I'm DJing at an event. And then you kind of cue certain things up in your headphones and you're like, no, that that really won't work. Like, and it's only when you're in the moment that you can you can kind of experience that and tell that there are certain tracks that in your head you think might work, but actually it would make it seem like a Benny Hill sketch. So there's a certain type of track that, and a certain type of producer, like kind of like, I don't know, Chase and Status, I find that whatever Chase and Status do will work with CrossFit. Um, yes, yeah, it's a, I, I think it's a fine art and I really like, I kind of really pride myself on the fact that I want to get it right for the athletes. Um, and when I get feedback um, from the athletes and like some, you know, quite well-known guys coming up to me saying, oh man, you played that tune at that specific time, like that, that means a lot to me. Um, and also Dell. But yeah, no, I, rem- I remember doing, because I think I'd spoken to him like a couple of weeks before and he'd mentioned that he liked that track or whatever. So yeah, if, if, there, if there are any moments where I see people on the floor and I can kind of catch their eye and I think I know what they'd like right now and if it works, I, I, I put it in. So how many event wins are you claiming then that have been because of your <laughs> your music choice? You say, you know, oh, probably uh, probably they wouldn't have they wouldn't have got that two second lead if if they weren't spurred on by my superb music choices. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I just hope that I kind of keep people going and um, you know, don't kind of like the music should should help them. It should never get in the way. I, I find it all fascinating because I'm I'm on record of saying that I like I don't listen to music. I like hardly ever listen to music. I should put it across. The... There's music playing in my house now all the time, uh, mostly kids' music. I'll be honest with you. Um, and you know, my 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 wife Rochelle, she's like loves music. Love. Uh, she's uh, to be honest with you, Filipinos in general like love music. Uh, they're always kind of any excuse to break out the karaoke, to be singing, to be playing the guitar, something like that. Like they're very musical. I just. I don't know. It's just not. I prefer voices. I like to listen to people speaking. So I'm. But if you if you had to choose, say your favorite band or your favorite song or like what or style of music or. So so you want to hear my? Oh, this is gonna. Right. Don't end the call when I say. <laughs> it. But I kind of feel like I I like stories. I think is is the the issue i have to say why i like listening to podcasts i like just hearing people speak and get the the different point of view so i quite like songs that have interesting stories running through them so i mean you think of something like the piano man right that it's just like a story so i like something like that which then (laughs) then to me sometimes like the music almost gets in the way you know if there's like a song that i think oh it's quite an interesting story in this song but I'm missing half of it because of the the music element or the way it's being told because it's fitting to certain music. Well, maybe it's should, almost frustrating. You <laughs> should like, just search for acapellas and just have people singing uh, songs to you. That that would probably annoy me even more because I'd be like, just speak <laughs> at this point. There's not even any music. Just talk to me. Tell me what you. I don't know. It's um, maybe just stick to stick to podcasts. I think that's the secret. Um, or I suppose it's that, or or it is music that is. It's just music, you know, that it doesn't yeah. have. But yeah, I don't know. I'm. What about like, classical music? Well, I was going to say actually, uh, when when we had Harvey, uh, some friends of ours 
gave us uh, i don't know i do not know how there is this link but for some reason like he calmed when he was a baby found classical music very kind of calming so we would drive in the car all the time with uh, playing classical music i i do like that i i guess as well i feel that that is very impressive like technically as well um what they do i think Uh, if, if you like stories then classical music is probably the genre that tells the most narrative story from a musical perspective. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm just more refined and sophisticated yeah. than I ever knew I was. So I this, is, this has been enlightening. Thank you. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on and making me feel better. It is funny, though, because I was like, talking to Ollie about that. Like, well, if I go running, I listen to a podcast. Um, and, and I find... And I've I've also talked about how dangerous it is sometimes to train while listening to a podcast because they can be too distracting. Yeah. Um, so if at the wrong moment somebody tells a joke or something happens, like that, that have can always. Ever, um, have you ever been running and listened to David Goggins at the same time? No, I think I I probably would just keep running. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not that's what happened to me. So I hadn't, I hadn't done any running for like probably two years. I've done the old half marathon and so and one day I was Sunday afternoon I was like do you know what I'll just go and I'll just do a light jog maybe a mile or something and uh I put David Goggins on my headphones I yeah I didn't stop I, I ran 13 miles <laughs> and how uh, did and how did you feel the next day yeah it really hurt it really really hurt but it, yeah it was David Goggins fault <laughs> yeah it's just motivating you that's what it is yeah good job you weren't trying to back squat and then have him motivate you to just pile in the plates on and then get yeah, exactly. trapped under a bar. Maybe, maybe that would be something to try next. Yeah. <laughs> or not. PVs across the board. So um, how, how have you found, because tra- you, you've talked about you liked the kind of the social aspect of CrossFit, right? And obviously you mentioned when you did your like two years of strength training, that was kind of the, as much as you liked the results, the element that you missed was, being in the class yeah. and working out together how have you found training during like lockdown one lockdown two uh, and, and kind of having that element almost forcibly removed so so the first lockdown um i got quite into the online wards the zoom wards um and i was managing to do kind of three maybe four a week um they're okay but i didn't find you know you're, you're not lifting heavy weights um and i kind of did miss that that kind of real person interaction um but you know we got we all got through it and it was just so nice to go back to the gym this uh, this second lockdown um my mate dave power who was the guy that initially said that i shouldn't do crossfit i'll keep i'll keep uh mentioning that um uh he's now back doing crossfit and um every single day monday to friday since lockdown two we've met each other in his park at the back of his house at six in the morning um and we've done the home workouts um that, that i suppose um shacks programs um so that's keeping us going and that's that's a really nice um for me it's just been a really nice way to do it that's a good idea i i mean i've done a lot of zoom calls during this lockdown <laughs> uh, and I and I've talked a lot about CrossFit during this lockdown. Yeah. I've done very little CrossFit during this lockdown, and right. I haven't done any Zoom calls to actually be in a workout. Uh, so well, I've done. Yeah, I've done a lot of running. To be honest, I've, nice. I've done. I didn't do any running in lockdown one, and then I've done loads in the 
in leading up to and then in lockdown two. So that's been interesting. Uh, cool. But but I, I I don't know why I didn't miss. I think I I did a lot more of the online wads and stuff last time. Um, when we lived in the other house, it was actually easier. Uh, I this time I feel like even though it's been a shorter period of time, I've missed the gym more. <laughs> if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and also probably because that seems to be the only thing that has changed in my life during this lockdown <laughs> is that they closed the gym. Uh, I still have to go to work, still have to take Harvey to school. The only thing is... Oh, and I think the first lockdown, it was almost quite novel. I, I wouldn't use the word exciting, but it was almost like, oh, OK, let's see if we can you know, shake things up a little bit and we'll do things differently. Um, but I think at the back of, back of your mind, you didn't ever, you always thought, we always thought it was just going to be one lockdown and then it would be over. And I think having the, having to then do it a second time, it's just annoying. It's just like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. um, knowing how actually, um, uh, you know, social distancing, the way we were doing it in the workouts was working really, really well. Um, it's just, yeah, it's kind of, it's just for me, just been a bit frustrating. But yeah, hopefully we're nearly at the end of it. That's, that's actually an interesting point that I hadn't thought about. Uh, is that I suppose with the first lockdown, uh, you could easily see why you couldn't go and do CrossFit. Like it makes perfect sense, right? You're it, like, yeah. nah, everybody is high fiving each other. You're jumping on a rower, then I'm jumping on that same rower, and then we're all swinging off the rig, and we're doing like, yeah, I get, I understand. Um, but yeah, having done the, you know, when we reopened, and you're in your little box, and you've got your own bit of kit, and it's sort of, and then it's like, well, you can't do that but please go and take your kid to school. <laughs> You're like, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> this seems yeah, crazy. There's, yeah, there's lots of there's lots of conflicting uh, things going on. And like you say, things that just don't make sense. But, you know, that's the uh, that's the territory we're in, I suppose. Yeah, anyway, I mean, I'm not making any of these big decisions. So I just, no, uh, I, ju- I, just I just do what yeah. I'm told. Uh, <laughs> I do feel for them. It must be pretty hard. So what are you uh, most looking forward to then with getting back into CrossFit? And do you have any kind of little goals that you're you're working towards? Because you've been doing it like a long time now. Uh, but do you still feel there are things you you'd kind of like to achieve? Or is it just keeping that consistency for another eight years? Or I mean, do you have... Yeah, I think the the first couple of years for me, it was always about like, oh, I really want to do a hundred kilo power clean, or you know, I really want to do a hundred and fifty kilo back squat. Whereas now, it's I, I kind of I just want to keep that level of fitness, um, and I would just want to like you know, um, never go backwards and always you know progress. But that doesn't I don't have that kind of urge to do certain things. Um, the things that I really miss are doing muscle-ups, um, particularly bar muscle-ups. That's something that I, like, I really love, the gymnast- gymnastic element of CrossFit. Um, so that's something that I'm looking forward to. And just picking up, I don't have a, a barbell at home. I, I need to buy one at some point. Um, but, you know, you know, just that feeling of, of doing like, I don't know, 30 power cleans at 60 kilos, you know, quite a fast tempo, um, that stimulus and that, feeling you get at the end of it I, I love that zone and even though I can go quite hard and fast with a um, 20 kilo kettlebell um, yeah it's the barbell that I miss I, I think the the bar muscle up is going to be like I'm that's I was thinking about it the other day that it's kind of one of the few movements that I'm intrigued to know if I can still do yeah uh, I, I think there's a lot like I'm not 
I know some people were sort of saying that about pull-ups. You know, like, oh, I haven't done pull-ups for a long time. I, I'm not worried about pull-ups, to be honest. I could do them before I started doing CrossFit. I, I, what is one of the advantages of being one of the smaller <laughs> athletes yeah. is that pull-ups is okay. Uh, I think we had handstand push-ups in one of the, like, outside-the-box workouts when we just before we kind of it reopened. Uh, and I remember that was gonna that was like an interesting. Oh, I wonder how this is gonna be because I hadn't done those for for so long, and that was fine. Yeah. But I mean, now it's been. I don't remember the last time I did a a muscle up. Like it's been so long. Uh, yeah. I, and I've just. I'm re- I. It's just one of those things where I was like, oh, am I gonna have to relearn this because the first time having to learn it was a nightmare. <laughs> I, I think you'll be all right. I've had periods where I haven't done muscle ups for quite a while and then you just give it a go. I mean, it's obviously not the sort of thing you want to get wrong. Um, but at the same time, I think it's, I think it's like riding a bike. You'll, yeah, you'll, you'll still be able to do it. Okay. Well, I'm again on record saying how bad I am on a bike. So this is going to be interesting. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Well, I, I mean, I'm really looking forward to getting back in and I, I'm enjoying the, the chats with, like ones like yourself and uh, got a few other members lined up to come on soon so it's just nice to kind of refresh a little bit the the community atmosphere because i think that's as you said that's one of the things that keeps us going like i'm I'm guessing for you eight years is the most consistent fitness program you've probably ever had absolutely Uh, yeah and and i know for me it's i mean i've only been doing it maybe four years now getting yeah getting to four years i guess it's the same for me though it's like I've been to so many different gyms for a year or less yeah. <laughs> or, or a lot less. Uh, and the idea of actually just sticking with something. And I think it's definitely the, the kind of the class structure and all of the people that are there that, that yeah. keep you going. My my final line of thought and reasoning with you is just the fact that we talk about you know CrossFit being there's the sports side of things. And obviously you're involved in that in a really interesting way, which is quite unique uh, with the, the music side of it. There's also the health and fitness side of CrossFit. And I just wonder with your, like, obviously, you, you know, we, we talked a little bit off air about your, like, the different elements of your work. And uh, and obviously writing, you're at home, you're kind of very much in control of your of your schedule. But when you are out DJing and, and you know, performing live, that's a, I mean, that brings with it a certain lifestyle uh, of, like, kind of very late nights and, uh, you know, getting up still maybe quite early anyway to do what you've got to do and you know not a lot of sleep living on coffee and things like that how have you found kind of hitting that balance then for the health and you know have you found CrossFit has helped you in any way to perform when you're kind of having to put your body through a a kind of a stress in a different way does that question make any sense (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the key thing that I've learned over the years is just is sleep um, and just getting the right amount of sleep um, for your training. Um, so, you know, I've I've trained on days where I've had, say, four or five hours sleep and you know, I've been DJing till three in the morning and then, you know, I'll be in at 10 in the morning doing a ward. Um, and you just got to be mindful of it. You know, if, if, if you really, 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 really want to train, um and that's what makes you tick then yeah that's fine but maybe don't try and do your pb or try and beat the mate that's in um that's training next to you when you haven't had enough sleep um obviously throughout lockdown not djing um i've had lots of early nights and i i feel really good um and actually i think um when i do go back to djing i'm going to be doing 
less shows possibly I might um, you know pick and choose the shows that I do a little bit more whereas before I was just doing everything um, but yeah I mean I've had periods where I have DJed um, and I, I, I haven't you know drunk any alcohol so um, I had like three years where I didn't drink at all um, felt really good um, life was perhaps a little bit boring <laughs> um, but yeah so that that's one way that I managed to do it um, you know to, to have the really late nights and then continue training um, I've recently got this whoop uh, just to actually really see what's going on with my body um, and I'm one month in and I must say it's actually really good I've, I've learned quite a bit already um, the main thing that I found is that I thought that CrossFit workouts would absolutely spike and you know show that I was uh, burning hundreds of calories but actually I, I can go for quite a light three or four mile jog and burn more calories and actually add more strain than quite a heavy CrossFit workout. Um, that's been that's been quite interesting. Um, but yeah, I think it's just it's just being mindful of when to push it and when not to push it. That's been key for me. Yeah, I think that's interesting. The like the no alcohol thing because I I always think back to a conversation again that I've had with Ollie in the past about that kind of tripod of of, of fitness and you've got your training and your nutrition and your sleep. And how, like, ideally you want those things perfectly balanced. But obviously, if you're going to be lacking in some area, because like, like sleep is usually the, the classic one because maybe it's kids, maybe it's you work, like we have a lot that work for, uh, for the NHS and work shifts. And so quite often that's something that, yeah, in an ideal world, I would go and get 10 hours sleep. That doesn't happen. Like, it's impossible uh, because of my job or my kids or whatever. And so if that is the case, it is then working on like making sure your nutrition is better to compensate a little bit and making sure your training is 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 yeah balance i think balanced is probably the key word there because as you're saying if, I, if i'm going in with not having had enough sleep pick and choosing kind of what you know what intensity am i attacking this workout with is, is probably yeah. a key but at least it gets you moving it probably wakes you up for the day and, and gets you going yeah. So I think that's uh, very yeah, insightful. And I, and I think, um, like you said, balance, that's what it's all about. So, I, you know, I've had periods over the last eight years where I've, I've really honed in on my nutrition. I had a nutritionist for a year and I was literally measuring every single gram um, and uh, was being consistent with my macros. Um, and, yeah, I kind of like aesthetically um, looked really good and, you know, felt like I was perhaps um, in the place that I wanted to be. Um, but then you realize that, oh, my God, I, I can't just go out and have a burger or I can't, you know, it, it's quite it's quite restricting. Um, so I think, yeah, I think it's it's about it's about being mindful and having a balance. And the whole thing with not drinking as well, that, you know, that works for some people. Um, you know, again, last year I had sort of um, the majority of where I didn't drink at all. But you know being able to celebrate you know a glass of champagne on someone's birthday or you know going out with your mate and having a couple of beers there's something really nice about that um so that's uh, you know I, I just try and kind of enjoy all aspects um but just be mindful of when to push it and, and now you have whoop telling you when you've pushed it a little bit too far so that'll be interesting yeah it's interesting the, the first morning uh, the first day i had whoop i went to sleep and then i woke up and i turned on my phone and the first question was did you have any drinks last night and uh, i think i'd only had like one or something but i was just like okay it seems to know things about me but no it was uh, yeah, it was just a question 
Yeah, that, that is worrying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the questions start getting more and more specific, you, you know it's time to stop this. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, thanks so much, uh, Badders, for coming on. It's been, I mean, I had no idea where this chat was going to go. Uh, I, I was scared. We were going to start talking about music and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> well, I think we've discovered that you need to start listening to more classical music. More classical music. I, I'm, I'm happy with that. I yeah. think that's uh I think when it's when it's my turn to pick the song during the wad, it will be interesting. <laughs> yes. Well maybe maybe when, when I do the, the next event we'll have like a, a classical music um a specific section. And uh, yeah, I'll try and keep the energy up. And yeah, maybe that could work. Yeah, I can't wait to see the reaction of <laughs> all, all the crossfitters start putting their shirts back on. It's like this yeah. is the You'll be there loving it. I'll be there just it will be my best event (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you so much Uh, thank you everyone for listening hopefully you found some of this insightful i know i did and who who knows who we'll be having on next oh actually i do know who we've got on next week which will be a very interesting episode next week everybody so uh, make sure you you come along to to hear that Uh, thank you again uh, badders that's it i've got nothing else to say at this point oh actually no we will link all your because you've got like a load of playlists and stuff for for workouts and things so if people are uh, looking for some some music to inspire them to hit new pbs and they don't want to listen to goggins this is <laughs> this is an alternative so i will link all of that down below so people can find you and and some of your stuff and uh, you yeah. you're, you're, i'll assume afterwards you will tell me what to put in because uh, yeah 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 well it's uh, th- there's one main um spotify playlist which is just called the strength in depth playlist um, and I update that um, kind of regularly, but it's, it's yeah, it's all stuff focused for CrossFit. And I imagine soon we'll find a few classical gems have been slipped yeah. into that playlist. Yeah, 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 definitely. Can't wait. All right. Well, thanks once again. Thank you, everyone. Uh, see you all next week.